Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You are listening to Is It For, for real? real? This is Philip. And Katie. Bridget. And this installment of this podcast is all about Robin, Robin Hood, Hood Prince of Thieves. Uh, if you remember that little nugget from your childhood. Um, 1991. Uh, I was yeah. 10. Yeah, I guess I was nine. Philip. Uh, I would have been uh, like 14. I'm, I'm horrible what? at doing math. math I don't think that's true. Spot. I don't <laughs> think that's true um, either. 10 years older than us. I would have been. I only calculated off of Bridget's 10. So yeah, I well, was I, nine though. I was nine. Uh, Okay. Well, everyone, we well, were in our formative young years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sh- should we well, sh- should we do our levels? Is that? Yeah, Katie, you start because this was your choice. This was my pick, um, and I will say that uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the CD was the first CD I ever owned. Got it for Christmas with a new CD player, and um, as some of our audience might know, it uh, that Brian Adams song is the only song with words on the whole cd (laughs) everything else is the soundtrack but i know that i asked for it and i think i i must have asked for the film as well like it was a big deal for me i just remember loving this movie and we must have owned it um i actually kind of remember asking my grandmother for it for like a birthday so i've seen it a ton but it really has been a long time. So it was um, really kind of fun to rewatch and remember everything, but like have it be like on the tip of my memory. It was, it was quite a joyful experience to rewatch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, joyful experience. Okay, I'm on <laughs> Well, I uh, think I've seen this movie once at a birthday party. Um, we were mostly fast forwarding to see Christian Slater and yeah. that scene with his butt, um, because that's what 10 year old girls do at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all I remembered really from this movie was Christian Slater and the butt scene, Kevin Costner's butt. Uh, and I, I was not uh, on the joy ride. Uh, you were on Katie. <laughs> I wasn't on a hate ride. I just, oof, there, yeah. Wow, okay. We're going to yeah. have such different opinions about this. I know it, and I'm excited about it. I think so, <laughs> which is, it's, it's good, it's good. Um, yeah, for my level, I will give myself a dusty old book level, because oh. I actually had one of these, like, books from, like, I don't know, the 1940s, all about Robin Hood, and, okay. and told all the stories about Little John, and I'm much more familiar with that than I am with this dusty movie uh which i've probably seen like twice uh way back in the day in the early 90s and this movie is solidly dunked in the 90s everything 90s is just (laughs) all up on it michael jordan Um, would just show up it's so dunked in the 90s and he i'm glad he didn't because everybody would have just called him the painted man yeah Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been a safe space for him um, so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it, um, shall we? Well, they they start. I like I'm into the openers because you know what I think the thing is. I watch a lot of movies, but I've seen a lot of movies on TV, and I don't always watch them start to end. And I feel like yeah. when you watch a movie yeah. on TV, they don't show the whole opener. 
And yeah. so there's like this beautiful tapestry opener. <laughs> and it makes it feel like real. It makes it feel like real history because yeah. it's like the music. The same reaction that Phil had to, I think, Crocodile Dundee music is like this music for me meant it meant movie. It meant you're sitting down to watch a movie, like the whole score. Well, first of all, there were so many times in this movie, all I could hear was the score. Like yeah. they're having a conversation, the music just swells and I'm just yes. hearing this orchestra. It's like, get your levels correct. You are just, you, they, they must also, have paid the- Yeah, they also had a, a lot of underscore of everything I do, I do for you in different that, varieties. Yeah. That is something I never noticed before. And then you're waiting for that song the whole time. Because if I remember correctly, the Brian Adams, the musical, or rather, sorry, the music video, <laughs> the musical. If you've ever seen the musical, Robin of Prince of Thieves starring Brian Adams. I said last <laughs> night when I was watching this that we should make that musical. Yeah, we should. But um, the music video is of the movie. Like they just patched like scenes of the movie right. and like him singing. But you always are waiting for that song in the movie. It never happens. But I don't I think was. I realize. I was right. as well. But I don't think I realize how much the entire score is just teasers of that song throughout the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say something. I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out with it hot. Uh, <laughs> hot off the presses. I think this movie is so much like Game of Thrones. It's like the same time period. I feel like it has the same tone. I frankly, and we'll get into it later, but Alan Rickman, like the Sheriff of Nottingham, Nottingham's relationship with that witch was exactly like Stannis and the Red Witch. I was just like, is this Game of Thrones take one? In like Game of Thrones, there was like a lot of exposition at the beginning that just confused <laughs> me to no end. And I yeah. got so lost until we were in Sherwood Forest. And right. then I was like, oh, okay. Now I remember this story. But I was right. like, what and who? And like, why are we in Jerusalem? What is happening? Yeah, I know. The Jerusalem part is... That was always a big part of it is that, you know, King Richard wasn't there. And I guess they sort of said it offhandly that he had been in that jail for like five years. Yeah. Which is the right amount of time to grow that hair and that beard. Okay, yeah. but then when you have the opportunity to get a haircut, why the hell do you cut yep. your hair in the worst haircut? I, I, have wrote, I wrote down so many times, Robin Hood's hair is dumb. It's the worst also, hair. Also, I have a note about that. So like, yeah, they're in that prison, they escape. And then I don't know where he gets those clothes. Like, he has rags, and then he has, like, royal clothes, and then, like, Morgan Freeman and him must have been traveling together for a really long time to yeah. get from, like, Jerusalem to England. In a rowboat. In a rowboat. In a rowboat. Um, that was just the a, end, you know. <laughs> it was the end, but then they kind of act like they don't know each other yet, and it's like, surely well, they've spoken. He never showed him that telescope, that's for sure. That's true. That's nice um, but I also have a a note about like when they when they're kind of escaping and they find that melon and they split it and right i just have a note that like they should be thinner for how hungry they are like they're both kind of like ripped and pretty like not gaunt and i'm like five years in a prison if they're that hungry i think we should be able to see it on them a little more katie i don't know if you noticed this in the movie but there wasn't a whole lot of realism going on <laughs> i guess not. just uh yeah they that's not what they were shooting for i, guess I don't not. yeah i mean what robin never wore a hood once i had a question yeah. about that like 
Why Robin of the Hood? Is it the neighborhood? I wrote down that his clothing was, quote, hipster Brooklyn. Um, he looked like he had been shopping at, like, yeah, a, a thrift store. And then he had, like, a whimsical scarf. And the scarf, the scarf just messed him up. I had a note about the scarf, too. And I, I also have a I, note I, about, like, why so many capes? Like, why did, why did people ever wear capes? Is it for it was warmth? a capey time. Uh, but, no, I assumed that uh, he... Like Kevin Costner demanded to have his hair cut. Like that was that's he just refused to have any sort of other haircut. But it Same was a like bad version oh. of that haircut. It was but kind I of think a that's that's the haircut he's had in like all of his movies, basically. And when his hair was wet in that haircut, I was throwing up. Speaking <laughs> of his haircut that we pivot at one point to his father before he's like taken out and killed by what looks like the KKK. KKK. Yeah. Um, and they pan to on the wall, there's a portrait of young Kevin Costner. <laughs> and if I could it's ask amazing. for one thing, it would be of that <laughs> portrait of like a child drew it. It's so <laughs> awesome. And his hair is nuts. Someone has that. Someone in the world has that. Yeah. And it's yep. their most cherished cherished possession uh yeah. so yeah so we have you know them in the prisons they escape they travel forever and then they get get home and of course uh home isn't what they thought it was no at yeah. all and they find poor duncan duncan uh, yeah. if there is a treat in this movie let it be duncan yeah what a is he the blind guy yeah yeah mm. he has no eyes my question is how the hell did he survive in that drafty burned down castle for four yeah. months with no, what, what was he doing? There was no food. There was nothing. Like, I thought about rats. that too. It's hard to know how long he's been there, but it also looks like Heron Hall. Am I right? Nobody? Sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not with Thrones on, reference? Yeah. I'm not Get getting ready. on board with this whole, like, Game of Thrones. Well, you're not invited to my dissertation presentation because I am on that train. You know, I asked for this. I asked for a movie that would bring contention to this podcast and I, (laughs) I'm ready. You got it. We're Um, a month into quarantine and boy, things are getting sassy. Although I remember like three things from this movie and one was the, the father in that little cage thing getting like pecked at by birds. Uh, and yeah, it, it that held up, I can tell you, of just like, oh. No. Yeah. It's very Game of Thrones. Like, it's kind of like when Rob Stark lost his head. Kind of like the same scene. <laughs> Katie, right now, you, this is one of my favorite things about this movie. And, and you're actually showing it. Our viewers can't see it, but you're super close to your screen. <laughs> and it looks like you kind of have the fish eye lens. That fish eye. Which is like, you- did they just discover it? And it's like, the sheriff's cousin. What? Oh God! I wrote down it his guy like of Grisborn. A red hot was chili like, pepper video. Like it. Every like five minutes, he was like, "Put it away! Put it away! Put it away now!" Yeah. <laughs> it away. It's the matter. cousin, and it's Alan Rickman, and it's the witch sometimes, and it, and everybody is so sweaty and wet all oh. the time, and they're right up in the camera, <laughs> yeah. and it's nuts. Yeah. Which yeah, I, I also rem- I remember that cousin. He's he's also the bad guy from The Crow, and oh. he's just 
such a creepy yeah. guy. Like, which, yeah, and I'm sure he's a, sure he's a nice guy in real life, but uh, uh, he just exudes creepiness. Um, yeah. The next note I have is when, you, so Robin finds out his father is dead and then he swears to avenge him and he cuts his hand. Cuts he his almost hand. cuts his hand that. off. And the way that he squeezes the blood out, that is so much blood. Uh, and then it seems like there's two, there's the rest, for the rest of the month, he's like hurting his hand. Um, I know. And it's totally his own fault. So dumb. All, so all dumb. movies do this and they always have them slice the most That's like crazy. one of the most important spots on your like he's riding horses he has to like it's, grab stuff with that uh, yeah he would be infected he's, immediately just he's prick. riding horses just, bareback yeah just leaping from nowhere onto the back of a horse which is not possible to do i just wrote robin cuts his hand dumb <laughs> it's a lot um, i feel about that i've got to say we, there's a through line in this that robin's does a lot of dumb stuff. Like and Jon also, Snow. Like Jon Snow. No. No. Uh, also, a lot like Jon Snow. I don't want to disparage the name Robin, but I'm going to a little bit. Yeah, just why not? Just Marion's always saying, save me, Robin. Save. It just doesn't Robin. have yeah. that umph of, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Um, my next then, note is, oh, wait. I wrote, Snape has a witch dungeon. Next, yeah. we go to Stannis and Melisandre. And she, like, cracks an egg full of blood and I some erasers. That. I remember that, too. I remember, like, is that, are those erasers and, and blood egg? And then she, oh, the, her nail on that plate is, like, the worst. Ugh. Um, and I wrote I that you I said that she had been, oh, yeah, sorry. She'd been in isolation too long, right? She, like, wasn't taking, she, she couldn't go to the nail salon. She couldn't. You know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get uh, her hair did. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. And then we, we meet Maid Marian and yeah. Robin gets his hand slammed in a door, which is his own stupid fault. Um, and Maid Marian was originally supposed to be played by Robin Wright. Oh, uh, but interesting. She, but she got pregnant and actually the article reading said she fell pregnant like she got some sort of disease and was just like oh i feel like it would have been odd for that like the princess bride it would have been like a weird role for her having done princess bride stuff but i don't know i like that it's a yeah too um well then so like they do the whole switcheroo like her handmaid sarah pretends to be maid marianne and then i just have a note of like how long did it take her to get into that ninja outfit? Because he knocked at the door. They left his sword. Is she always in that ninja outfit? Like I think waiting so. For people She's sort to of the in? protector. Yeah, I think she... Also, she could have easily been killed. Like, they were fighting yeah. seriously, and... I didn't really get why she was testing him. Like, what was the... I didn't understand it. I have no idea. I, I, yeah. have no, I think it was just to prove that, like, she's strong, even though just at the end of the movie, she's, like, in a white nightgown, just, like, screaming in a corner, like, for help. But yeah, I, I know. I, I have no idea. Um, and then my next note is that Robin, after they, like, you know, are makeup and they're um, 
friends, he says like, and the only thing I have to go off of is the ramblings of an old blind man. And I'm like, whoa, burn to Duncan. He's like recently blind. Uh, and just listen to him. He's not like demented. Like, yeah, you could learn a lot about what's happened if you just talked five minutes to Duncan. Um, well, also, I assume he had like a history of being this very loyal servant to them. Yeah. And Robin Hood just straight up shook him like at the beginning of like, why did you bury my dad? Yeah. I mean, he's hanging up in a cage in this burned out castle. Right. And you're shaking this 80 year old man who like, right an 80 year old man yeah. go ahead sorry well, well throughout who who gets really sick duncan Very is sick sick like something it's not it doesn't He's have dying. anything to do with the crusades or the war yeah, Duncan has like a liver disease and they just don't do anything about it. Yeah, when he's like riding that horse all like laying down. Or oh, when he like finds him bread and he's like, Duncan, bread. And he just hasn't gotten up all day from like a supine position. Like something's going on with Duncan that they're just <laughs> ignoring. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, then uh, uh, Robin of Loxley runs into the woods and they yes. meet up with the merry band of hoodlums and the um, note i have here is that christian slater to me reminds me so much of charlie day and i just fully expected him to start singing that troll toll song <laughs> like you gotta pay the troll toll to get into this boy's soul like because like they were all about them playing like paying the toll and crossing the river um before that i, I would just like to mention uh before they run away when they were being chased sort of by the cousin um like uh robin and and hazim uh jump into a hay pile together and it's like just really cute and lovely like that's what that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie they like jump off the wall into this like hay pile and this and and they celebrate and like run away and i just we didn't talk there were there were a couple chases where they're smiling and having fun as like arrows are whizzing by like huzzah we've made it away when they still haven't made it away yeah. they're just like they're actively in this chase um, yeah, yeah like when he's flirting with her he like threatens not to leave and he's just gonna get everybody murdered yeah yeah the, yeah the the tone didn't match a lot um my next note so i i actually did enjoy like the bow fighting with little john and robin hood it seemed kind of good natured it like immediately has you like have has those like group of merry men kind of endearing because it's like oh they're not going to kill them they're just going right. to kind of like rough them up a little bit maybe if they don't give them their necklaces and this that's literally the, and from the original story like that is almost like beat by beat from what has always been in the robin right. hood myth but then the bizarre part is is like little john says he can't swim and i'm like why are you always fighting people in rivers then? Well, because it's a one foot river. That's the, why they have to like cross in this one where he's like, what are we going to do? How yeah. do we cross this torrent of a river? And, uh, right. He's like, yeah. there's hope. And then, yeah, it, yeah, it's confusing. I thought that that was a very American gladiator uh, reminiscent feeling. Mm. It was very pop, popular. Pop, pop. Yeah, when they were like on the, it was like, what were their names? Like lightning and uh, job. I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, but it pretty good. Cool. I did a lot. It it was it was a great Storm. show. Like uh, yeah, laser was one. Yeah, laser. Um, yeah. And they would fight like with those big Q-tips 
And that reminded yeah. me of that. Um, then the next note I have is that we're at church and, and Robin Hood smells bad. And, That's his uh, go-to sleep. thing of just like covering himself and shit. And then <laughs> like no the one would recognize dead. me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like his hood is so not even on. Like you can still see his hair and he's looking right at the sheriff. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you try to disguise yourself anymore? It was a really risky move. Yeah. Also, they're in this church, you know, he's disguised and they are, they are being the worst at whispering. They're like, yeah. just, oh, you're Robin Hood. You're the one who, who everyone is searching for. Shh. Uh, and it just, it, it, they even show like, or ha- like have the echo going on in the church. It's like this whole, the whole church hears you guys. My next note is this movie is long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I felt. Oh, also Maid Marian was in The Abyss, another great sort of 90s movie. Uh, mm-hmm. If anyone's seen that, a um... yeah, she's Mary Master Antonio or something like that, right? That's her yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was like, where do I know her from? Um, yeah. Um, then we like then so Robin Hood has like irritated the sheriff enough that now, like the people in the village now have to run to the woods. But my question is, is like, why are they living apart? to begin with like why is little john's wife not living in the wood like is the woods just where they go to like fight or well, I think it was just first it was like those specific people were had been in trouble for stealing and they were kind of like exiled right right but but the women but then they came through the village and like s- destroyed everything and so they had no other okay. choice but to leave that makes and yeah sense. i think it's Hiding out in the the woods is a lot easier when you're just you know a bunch of merry men. But if if you have to have huts and all this kind of stuff, it's easier to be found, which eventually happens. Um, yeah, but uh, before we get that happening, they we have this like montage of them like making arrows and training. I love and that montage. Everyone's high fiving. Oh, yeah. I love it. It looks like Robin, <laughs> like Swiss Family Robinson. I love like the tree huts. I love like the, oh, I do have a question of like, I'm not sure why they didn't know how to make water before. Like, what is their system? Like, right. I get why they have to like make swords and arrows and stuff, but like how, what was You mean their, that like, they're drink- lifting water into the sky in like a jug? Yeah, like what was their drinking system before this? Unless like, are they now living there and they weren't living there before? Right. They weren't as permanent. They weren't as permanent. They're just kind of like camping. And now they're like right. building stuff. I just like loved it. All this, like the rope swings and the ladders and like living in the trees. Ugh. Like uh, a real Ewok village. Sign it, me up. Yeah. But, but Robin Hood, he's such a fake. Like he's a rich kid. He was mm-hmm. privileged. He grew up with everything he wanted. He spends one night outside and he's like, yeah, like now I live, I live out on the streets and I'm tough and rough and like everybody listen to me. I'll motivate yeah. you. But, like he, I'm he would charge. call his dad for money if he could, but like right but it's hard to know this movie like calls that out all the time so it's hard to know of like i don't know that was my question of like yes he just puts himself in charge of these people 
but then I guess it's like Christian Slater that's like screw off like you're like a rich kid why should we follow you I don't know and then everybody else just gets on board immediately I did have my first note on Christian Slater was that Christian Slater is going to Slater in that he plays the same character in every single movie he's in whether it's Heathers whether it's this I mean Kevin Costner does the exact same thing like I don't think yet his acting coach was like do exactly what you did in Bull Durham it'll be fine and that's what he did here he just plays this sort of yeah you know laid back yeah friendly guy I have a note that Christian Slater is Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mm -hmm. I just feel like he's just like this brooding He's like every 90s everything. Like his hair is great. He has a great haircut. He has a perfect 90s haircut. It is it is like Boy Meets World, Sean. Yeah. It is. Yep. He was like Leo a real DiCaprio. sex symbol. Like this movie was like a real sex symbol for him. I, I oh think. yeah. Like he was in all the magazines and stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. That's why as a fifth grader girl, we were watching this at slumber parties. Yeah. Were you bummed that you only got to see Kevin Costner's butt? Well, it, it was a stunt uh, body double anyways, but think, and not uh, Christian Slater's butt. I think just like, you know, butt. Butts. Any yeah. butts. You're in fifth grade, so you're just like, oh my God, a butt. Yeah. A butt who didn't, like the tan line from that butt didn't make a lot of sense, but... Because it looked like he was wearing speedo. Yeah, and... it looked like it looked like he wears board shorts all the time, except for when. Yeah, maybe when that's what they were camera. doing on those like two years that it took him to get from Jerusalem to England. I did have fun during that montage, though. Just like um, Jeff and I were like putting little voices to all those people because they were like, "All right, I- I'm working with Hay," and like, yeah. like they just all they were like it. so. They loved it. They were so happy. Everybody had a job. Everybody yep. was like just all of a sudden super productive and great. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was cute. Um, the next note I have is when the witch says something vexes thee, which I think oh, is so yeah. so funny. When like Roland Brickman comes in and just stabs the fish a million times <laughs> and he's just like pouting. I love it. First, and I'm going to say this many, many times, but Alan Rickman is amazing, and he's amazing in this movie. Uh, yeah. Everything he did, and he ad-libbed a lot of his lines. Uh, yeah, it was, he, like, I rewrote his parts as well, uh, and apparently oh, in a Pizza Hut or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he called off Christmas. That was my favorite. I yeah, that was, wrote that down, That too, was improvised. Which is, which is like a Love Actually tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fun. <gasps> No, I've got a few of his stuff like starred that I will definitely list at the end. Um, but anyway, so they, the, uh, oops, that's, we're, we're at a halfway point. Um, so the sheriff brings in these Celts to help drive him out of the forest. And of course, you mean the wildlings or the Fens? No, I mean the Celts, <laughs> you know. Um, and of course, the, uh, the blind old dude led him to him. Um, yeah. And, uh, there was, I, I made one note in the scene where they were driving the villagers into the forest. And then in this scene, it ended with some bad guy like pushing over just a really random thing. Like in the village one, it was like a birdhouse they tipped over. <laughs> and in this one, there's like a table with like an umbrella. You just see yes. one guy come over and just push it over. Yeah. Just like, take that. You're not going to have I, a picnic today. 
I noticed that too. They weren't yeah. so kind to the Loxleys who <laughs> they like yeah. murdered yeah. everyone and set the whole place on fire. Yeah. I did notice that umbrella and it was like shadowed and I was like, is that like a beach umbrella or is yeah. that like their yeah. patio umbrella? What is it? It looked like an outdoor like dining area. It was yeah. weird. Their patio yeah. furniture from it did. It was Lowe's. Kevin Costner's lunch spot, you know, during filming. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, I do enjoy, just like I enjoy that montage, I do enjoy like their technique of like, like hiding in the, like in the woods and like their new, like Very camouflage. Ewok village. Yeah. Ewok village. Exactly. Like oh, yeah. Like rolling under all the dirt and the grass and the. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was very I was, but then I'm like, how do you know you're not going to get trampled by a horse? Yes. Yeah, like, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, because like it's not like a clear path, and oh god, that was that kind of gave me the chills when they get under there, and then those horses just like trample by. So I don't know how many people they've lost to that. <laughs> Isn't it awesome if like they trampled one person, they realize, and they they just announce trample the leaves, trample, and they get them yeah, all just because they're totally. <laughs> stuck under these rugs in the forest. And then the movie ends, and Brian Adams songs plays. <laughs> yeah. That part, um, okay, with I'm sure you're going to talk about that with with um fryer tuck yeah right who's on whose line is it anyway that's i was like oh that's who he is yeah he's Um, awesome but he's also an office space oh yeah right i love they like hurt all those people really bad and then they they roll them under the grassy hideouts and i'm like are you gonna leave them there or like yeah what's that about like are they gonna are they dead I didn't know. I was. I had the same question, and like the whole plan only works if you get everybody out as quickly. Like it's pretty right. well timed. Um, yes. Oh, very well timed. I, I had a question about the whole Friar Tuck thing. Like, I really like that character, and I was like comparing it to like the movie, like the Fox, the cartoon movie, where Friar Tuck just starts out as great. So, um, I was watching it uh, here with my roommates, and they were like, "Wait, he's a bad guy." And I was like, "No, no, wait for it." But it's weird to me, why does Robin, why does Robin Hood want him to stay? Because he's just, he's just de- demonstrated himself to be like such a turncoat. Like, I don't get why they want him. He just kicks him in the face and then he like bites his leg, you know? He's just feisty and yeah. I guess it's just weird. It's a weird, like, just kill him. <laughs> like, I think it's such a just, weird. it's like he wanted a religious person there to like, do religious things in, in their town like they couldn't have their right. town complete without a religious person yeah maybe and, that is and he wanted a party guy and if you get the big party guy sometimes you're gonna get bit in the leg yeah that's <laughs> true um and then the sheriff of nottingham kills his cousin right and the, the whole left. line of like when he says at least i didn't do it with the spoon that yeah. was another thing I definitely remember from. Oh yeah, I loved it. It's kind of that scene is a lot like Ramsey killing Lord Bolton. I don't. What is that in reference? No, to? it isn't. Still Game <laughs> of Thrones. Spoon? No, I know Game of Thrones. I was on that podcast with you guys. Remember <laughs> the <Yeah>. spoon reference? <laughs> he the reference. Well, he explains that, it, which like, is which I think is awesome. It's just like it'd be slower. It would hurt more. It's it dull. Would it would hurt oh, okay. more. You twit. Because the cousin right. doesn't. He's like, why? He's like thinking spoon, about it for a really cousin. long time. 
Well, it led to a lot of discussions about like just healthcare in general during that time period and how, you know, if you're stabbed, like you're pretty much just done for no matter what. Cause like there's no antibiotics and you're just, your intestines are just like seeping into your body. And well, yeah. I mean, he was kind of run through even today. I feel like that would be a rough, a rough uh, thing yeah. to come back from, but yeah. 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 Um, and then I have like a question about, and Phil, maybe you know this from reading the books, like how integral is Nottingham to like the UK at this point? Like the sheriff of Nottingham is a lunatic and he wants to take things over, but is he a true threat or is this like rural Virginia? There's like, or is it like Sheriff Arpaio, do you know what I mean? Who's just a nut. And- but it's it it's been a long time since I've read those things, but I want to say it was more just he was more just a corrupt official and he was sort of usurping money and sort of living off of right. that. And I want to say he was then working with someone else. There was uh yeah, he, that's what it was. So there was King Robert and then there was another like prince that the sheriff was working King with. King Richard with or King Robert, like from the oh. Thrones. <laughs> I stepped in that <laughs> one, I will admit it. Uh, <laughs> King Richard. Uh, but I think there was another, I want to say like Prince John or something like that that yeah. the sheriff was actually working with when oh. they, they cut that out completely from the story. Oh um, yeah, that was in the cartoon, Prince John. He was yeah, he was like the lion. The right? Lion. Yeah, yeah, he was like the prince's bro- the king's brother, I mm-hmm. think, his corrupt brother. Yeah. So that makes more sense because I was right. like, how is this small town sheriff, like, it'd be like if Andy Griffiths all of a sudden <laughs> wanted to take over the United States. And it's like, oh, he right. did. Uh, <laughs> dark, dark. Um, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, he's, yeah, he's hatching this plan. Uh, he proposes marriage to Maid Marian uh, and Ugh, gets her to do it by not murdering a bunch of people. Uh, yeah. And then plans this huge wedding that's also going to have the hangings setting up this final set piece. Um, yeah. Right. Which is gross. And then Maid Marian ends up visiting, or wait, have we already, has she already visited the camp? That happened. Yeah. That happens before the Celts come in and. Oh, right, right, right. We so we of, can, oh, yes. Yeah, we can talk. Where there, she's just trusted on her first day there to like help a woman deliver a baby, even though she's she doesn't know yeah. what to do at all. Yeah, and my only go ahead. Sorry, it's did, just because she's a woman ha- privilege. Oh, yeah, what do they have? A was it a cesarean sec uh, that they did? I don't I know so. what the implication is. It seems I like yes, so. because yeah. it was a breech birth, right? Yes. Which yeah. It, it seemed like it worked out well, but it's like once they did it, they just sort of handed her the the baby, and all was well. And it's like, yeah. no, you've got to like. There's a lot of work left yeah, to do. <laughs> that poor woman, I know. Um, yeah, she was sure like she was up dancing. and running around. Yeah, yeah like that In night. In the line later. <laughs> yeah, that's not realistic. Well, like My climbing note... a big pole up to like a bird's nest. Yeah, a fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. My note for when like. Um, when Maid Marian is leaving on that like fog boat and they're playing like Brian Adams song again, 
<laughs> um, when he's like asks her for two favors and the one is to like write a note to the cousin which is this like the second favorite the first one is like do me a favor and this is just a small favor take Duncan and I'm like that's a really big ask yeah <laughs> like you were asking her to be in charge of someone you're in charge of who's newly blind who's really really sick and now he's just gonna like live with her in her castle it just seemed like um yeah. I know. I was like, where is he going to go? Where is she taking him? I don't understand. Like, take him where? And then we see that, like, yeah, he's there, and then he screws the punch anyway. Yeah, exactly. And then- Also, where did this horse come from that knows how to get back to... <laughs> I know. It's a smart I don't know horse. if that was her... Like, whose think- horse was that? I think it was her horse, because it was a white horse, but I know. So like, the idea would- that... Well, because they, yeah. she rode there on it. Again, like oh. Game of Thrones, just want to point out that white horse at the end of Game of Thrones. I know. But they took, like the boat, they took a boat back. So yeah. how did she get the horse back? Oh, that is a good point. Maybe the it's horse had confusing. already run back. It didn't horse make any gate. sense. Yeah. Horse gate, exactly. I did have a note because Duncan's clearly living with her. And then like when it's the cat. Like, she hears, like, a pot and pan drop. And she's like, Duncan? <laughs> like, is Duncan just blindly falling down all of your <laughs> stairs? Is that the new world you have now? Which is kind of funny. I, you guys know how I feel about horses. Uh, yeah. in, and there was some horse abuse in this uh, film. Yeah. Makes that arrow in the That the arrow. Realm. Yeah, and then he takes out the arrow in the most psychotic of ways where it seems like he just snaps it. He just yeah. breaks it off. He doesn't take it's it. It's so yeah. gross. It's so weird. I don't so understand upsetting. why you do that. Um, so then they've they've been stormed, right? That's where we are in like right. the, the yeah. fire arrow. Yeah. Robin falls from that burning rope. Tragic. <laughs> and then he disappears for hours and hours and hours. And then he comes back. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure where he was for so long. And then he- like, Under the rubble. Yeah. I guess. Um, and then it's like the next day. And the next one I have is how bizarre that they've taken so much time to bury everyone and to make crosses and use a crossbow as a cross, which seems like you might want to hold on to that. While, yeah. Meanwhile, everyone's going to be hung in like 15 minutes. Although they they were spending a lot of time making a model of the sort of courtyard that they're going to attack. Yes. There were like windows put into it and like little balconies <laughs> that they built. So it's like, wow. Yeah, very impressive. I, I was like, wow, what an impressive scale model of the town square. Yep. Yeah. yeah I was really imagining uh, Robin like sitting down in the dirt sort of like for hours just working on this. Yeah. Riddling um, like little figurines. Yeah. Ooh, and I, I need do, acorn tops. <laughs> I do like that they like Fanny. They let Fanny participate. Like she's going to mm-hmm. be a key, a key player in it. Um, and then Christian Slater comes back into the scene as a would-be turncoat. Um, yeah. And my note is is like, Robin is like, why do you hate me so much? And I'm like, he has every reason to hate you. Right. It doesn't have to be a secret. You came you in. You make horrible you took, decisions. Yeah, you put his entire life at, in jeopardy. All of the people he cares about, now everyone's going to get hanged. What's the question? Why would he ever yeah. not hate you? He's um, not a very good Robin Hood. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he's like that in every Robin Hood. I don't really remember. 
but he's really bad. He's like, it just reminds me of, again, like a Peter Pan. It's like these people that are supposed to be some sort of like adventurous genius, but they're just selfish. Yeah, he is selfish. And he's not, I guess it's a thing. Like I think Robin Hood and Phil, correct me if I'm wrong from the books is supposed to be the son of a rich man, but then becomes like the leader of the poor. But so he's a he's spoiled. I mean, they say that he's spoiled like every chance they get in this movie and that he's the son of a rich man, but he like never contradicts that and he's just not charming enough no. to have you understand, well, why would like all the all the things you're saying are true. So why are we following him? He still? just reminded me of these like kids that I went to college with who were like really privileged but then got to college and kind of like no i'm like a hippie now and you're like yeah no you're not you you're just yeah. not yeah agreed. A, he's like a trust fund kid we had a few of those at swanee that's yeah sure. well and then so then we get the big reveal that christian slater <gasps> is robin hood's brother havesies brothers havesies um much like john snow and rob stark um and then he's like and then robin hood is just so um, to have a brother uh, he's are like, you sure about that as well katie yeah i have a uh, brother i have a brother, have a brother. <laughs> um and then uh and then my next and then we go to the hanging i do love the preparation for how they're gonna like get these people out of the hanging and like the dropping of the swords from the wall and them like uh cracking cracking the code i like that yeah but it it that plan sure goes to shit just because christian slater gets found out and they're like what am i gonna do and he like panics for the longest time and then just barely pulls something out of his ass by like shooting a couple arrows shooting uh, the kid down right so i do remember this scene well from my slumber party uh yeah. that i saw the movie. hanging scene yeah yeah because it it haunted me for a very long time but i remembered it differently i don't know darker or something it was like much brighter and lighter but that the little kid holding on to the rope like that like yeah i remember it. that too is it, it because was- he's not like why doesn't he die i don't understand I think he would. I think his neck would have broken. But I guess, like, the movie would have you believe that he, it was not enough time, so then he just needs to get cut down. And then, of course, the, like, executioner, like, kicks that person, obviously sees that stuff is going on, and just, why does he wait? It has to get, like, ten, ten minutes later, he gets told to, like, get the rest of them like was the plan to kick so- kick a stool out then wait 10 minutes and just sort of i don't know yeah let it linger this hanging scene didn't remind you of like ned stark and Arya stark in the crowd so i mean similar. there's so many scenes of like scenes like this where people are in the crowds to sort of in the gallery someone yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, just a, a lot of common... execution scenes in olden time movie yeah. shows my my confusion was like i didn't understand what their plan was with the gunpowder but i guess they were going to shoot it create a diversion and then christian slater was going to just run up and cut them all down because he had the sword was that yeah, the original plan and then I he gets so. then he gets tied down and then azim Morgan Freeman can't shoot the barrel. Um, 
And then my next note like, is when I just don't understand the stakes of being married right then that day while the castle's burning. Like, like Alan Rickman just rushes to marry Maid well, Mary. Because, because the witch tells him basically that like, yeah, there's a prophecy and she's the, he's got to make an heir and he's got to do it now. And right. Like yep. that, oh, we didn't even talk about her other like creepy scene where she like spits in the blood. Oh yeah. Oh, I de- like I said, I definitely remember that as well. I remember that too. And it, it, it sizzles and you're like, why is oh, it sizzling? Yeah. Because he's a witch. Weird relationship. Well, I think there was like 15 extra minutes of the movie that got cut, and a lot of it was this exposition of who Alan Rickman or who the sheriff's parents were, and I think that yeah. might have been his mother or something like that. Oh. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, um, but there was a lot. But I think Kevin Costner had a hand in having some of that cut because. Alan Rickman was amazing, and he was sort Wait, of the witch is the his mummy? I think it's a pot, possibly. I think that it was is, mentioned in one of like the lists I read. It is it like an sense. inexplicable relationship. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense as to like why he's listening to this woman and it, he doesn't listen to anyone else. And he does kind of talk about like maybe I would be normal. Like he, yeah, he he alludes to when he's talking to that little girl about how he didn't have any parents and all this stuff. Right. Um, he's like, I'll tell you the story later. Yeah. My next note is Friar Tuck is nuts when he like pushes that priest. I remember as a kid being freaked out by that. Like he pushes yeah. the priest out of the window and the priest explodes. Just like Bran. Uh, it was a lot like Bran. It was like Bran. Or no, Cameron. no. It was. It did that. I will say, I know that, uh, I mean, I'm only slightly heightening how much I think this is Game of Thrones, but yeah. I will say that that is a scene where it did remind me of Game of Thrones, where it's just like some crazy action. And then there's like stillness and grossness and people just casually like walking by. And it was like, oh, I just remember okay. seeing that I'll as a you, kid and being. I'll give you that. Disgusted. Yeah. But lots of people get defenestrated. So it, that's a common thing to get Ooh. thrown out a window. Yeah. Good word. Good like word. Defenestration of Prague. Learn about that in like ninth grade history class. Ooh. Um, and then at some point, Robin Hood says, I die for you, which I wrote down because that's part of the song. Well, no. Maid Marion says it too. I think she, she says, says it, it first. And they then she say says, it? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> Did she? Thieves yeah. of Hearts. Yeah. Oh no, she says she says the title of the movie. Do they then That's both awesome. look at the camera? Like directly? look at the camera yeah. and wait. Well, Friar <laughs> Tuck does. Um, and my next note is that they he's crazy. I mean is that they then have the like most hipster of weddings, like oh, at yeah. the end. So oh my great. gosh, with all of those flower petals and Sean Connery oh, who yeah. who comes in just in time to F everything up. Um, you know, like if he knew they were getting married, like come early and be a guest. You don't have to yeah. like march your horse down well, the aisle. <laughs> first of all, I want to highlight we had another almost wedding or practically a wedding that we should talk about a little bit because we have uh, the Alan sheriff Marian. and Maid Marion getting very SVU-y and a little Ugh. bit rapey. Yeah. Um, but it's at terrible. the same time, there were some amazing lines in that where the witch comes in and slaps Maid Marion and he's like, that's my wife, you crone. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, 
No, he says, my wife. <laughs> my wife. Or when Robin, Robin Hood busts in and Alan Rickman's face is just like the deepest of eye rolls. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which yeah. He, tur- he turned down the role twice. And the only way he agreed to do it was they pretty much allowed him to do whatever he wanted in the characterization of this movie, which was improvisation, uh, saying stuff or like really sort of playing in a completely different movie than the rest of the people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the movie. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, wow. And then of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is the movie, so. <laughs> This is a, it was a very um, successful movie, right? I mean, a lot of people liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It was. I mean, it also had its detractors. Uh, Kevin Costner was nominated for a Razzie. Uh, Christian Slater won a Razzie for it. Um, the accents were just thoroughly mocked, or the lack yeah. of accents were thoroughly mocked. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, it I, it had a lot going for it. I assume it had an amazing budget. Um, it had a, a good amount of act, great actors. Uh, Morgan Freeman, you know, Alan Rickman. Then it had a, a couple actors that do the exact same thing. In but every Kevin Costner was is... definitely considered a good actor too at the time you know what I mean so like he was like very this was probably like the height of his popularity was he ever though like what I mean well, it was okay, like Field Dances with Wolves Field of Dreams Tin Cup Bill Durham Tin Cup like, I think- yeah I mean he's just in tons of stuff that were so popular <laughs> Tin Cup and noteworthy Katie, Katie's a huge Tin Cup fan you like oh, Bill actually- Durham I've actually never seen it. But isn't Bill Durham like a good movie? Or is it not? Bill, Bill Durham is a good... I mean, Bill Durham, Durham was a real... Bill Durham, Bill Durham. Bill, Bill Durham, Durham was a real person. Bill Durham. <laughs> Bill Durham uh, is like I was talking about I went to college with who became a hippie after his trust fund. Yeah. Uh, I go by Billy Durham. Durham. Yeah. Um, no, I think he's a good leading man, but he is not a good actor. He just... He is not... Um, but he's a box office hit. Like, that's why... Right. That's I why mean, I say this, he's a good leading yeah. man. Like, he can lead your whatever movie you're doing, but he's not going to act in it. Um, right. <laughs> and we do know for a fact that's not his butt, right? Yeah. It, it definitely said it's not his butt. I want to find who yeah. that guy is. Let's find him. Let's call him right now. I'm I'm sure he's a multiple movie butt guy. He's like, you need a butt. I'll be your butt. Call him. I'll be your butt. I will be your butt. Um, so yeah, let's get into our HBDs, our Hummers, Bummers, and Dumbers. Hummers. Um, do you want to start with our Hummers? To start yeah. with, start off on a good note. Yeah, let's start on a good note. Katie, since uh, this is your favorite yeah. movie, do you want to start off on a high note? I <laughs> I laughed out loud at a couple of times in the movie. One is like the whole something vexes thee or when um, 
when uh, the guy, when Fanny and Little John are on the top of the castle and she like pushes someone or he pushes the guys off and, and he's, she's just like, hello, my lover. Like, I just like love that part. Um, and I also very much enjoyed the periscope part where like Robin has never seen it before and like just like just freaks that just thinks that the horses I guess are right in front of him um so yeah those are my hummers um I think my hummer is just Alan Rickman in general because he's amazing and his hair is amazing in this movie and everything he says and does is funny and scary and just the right amount of like evil villain and i i love this actually the scene where we get introduced to like the witch's dwelling and he's like in like a dry ice nightclub and he's like blowing like smoke out of his face that was like just like a funny little moment that i enjoyed so alan rickman for the win he's my hummer yeah usually in these sorts of situations i would try to go to my backup uh hummer but i'm not going to it's it's alan rickman um, all of his lines, all of the, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wrote all of his lines or ad-libbed them, and then his delivery for them are amazing. Uh, I mean, there was one where he's probably vexed, and he runs out, and he's like, points at two wenches. That's his words, not mine. And uh, he's like, 10.30, you, 10.45, and bring a friend. And it's just like other, the whole cut out a spoon, and where he's, he explains the joke of why it's funny. I mean, he's he's amazing and I, I could have watched him all day um, <laughs> rather than some of this other stuff. Uh, go ahead. A, a lot in this movie bummed me out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just gonna, I'm gonna play on the opposite side of my love of Alan Rickman. It's just that yeah. character is so terrible. And like that scene in particular where he's just like, creepily stroking that woman's shoulder and like they're sitting in front of a fireplace yeah. straddling each other and she's just clearly having a terrible time and it just like makes me really sad for her and like that is just like not fair so that i'm gonna make that my bummer scene i did not like I, that at all. similarly i'm gonna go with an alan rickman bummer of like the whole, whole last scene like the maid marian marriage stuff was like yeah. really unpleasant and the tone was everywhere. And I like him, but I'm like, ooh, I don't like this at all. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was one bummer. I'm pretty sure this movie was rated PG. And I mean, it had a pretty graphic rape scene. Whoa. Um, I don't think was, it could uh, be because they used the F word. And they have a butt. Can you have a butt in PG? I don't know. I think you can have a... I, but can um, you use the F word? I think so. We're, I'm gonna. I'm going to look it up, and oh, it gee. was rated. Not telling me. Um, where's the IMDb? Uh, talk amongst yourself. Katie, I feel like I've learned so much more about you as a friend since I've seen this movie. <laughs> you know, I was thinking I. It probably is like the only like medieval thing PG-13. besides Game of Thrones. Yeah, PG thirteen makes a lot more sense. Um, yes. That I've seen. Like I don't usually like 
fantasy action people on horses movies. Like I've never seen Braveheart or anything like that, <laughs> nor do I want people to. People on horses movies. People on horses movies is Game of Thrones and uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I so definitely probably, do not like people on horses movies. Yeah, so it's probably why I see so many parallels. What if they because, treat like, the don't... horses really good? Well, but but see, like Game of so Thrones is kind of a people on horses TV show. But there's enough like sex and boobs and and mm. scandal that I liked it a lot. But and didn't I, that scene with Alan Rickman and those women that really reminded me of Game of Thrones too? When the, like the creepy yeah. bad guys just with prostitutes and he's like, "Bring a friend," you know, and like that. I don't know. Which like, yeah, I I think I agree with you guys that uh, he's an amazing character. But I think if they toned down that sort of rapiness, uh, yeah, it would have been. More because he he sort of plays it very lightheartedly, right? Sort of making these sort of joking lines all the time, and but then he's a straight up rapist, uh, which sort of is right throwing you a huge curveball. So I think they could have taken that part out and still had him be this evil guy, and it would have been a lot more palatable and fun, yeah. Oh, and so yeah, going on to my bummer, um, for, for some reason. Mine was Little John's Teeth. Um, oh my God, that's my opposite. That is like, I, that was my second Hummer. Oh, wow. It, I, I love mean, I his mouth. It, it was so- just very like 1970s British theater, like straight off of like, uh, you know, the BB or whatever, you know, Master House Theater. I just remember it. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's. I don't he know. does look like a jack-o'-lantern. I love like, his face. It looks like drawn. <laughs> I think he looks like a little kid with a beard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For some reason, it just like, every time I would see it, it would just sort of like cringe a little. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why, but yeah. Um, well, speaking of physical characteristics, my dumber is 100% Robin Hood's hair. I hate his hair. I hate yeah. everything about it. I don't know why you would choose that haircut. And like, it's a maintenance style. You have to continue to cut it to look like that. And whoever did his wig or hair, it was gross, it was wet. Ugh. That whole scene, like every time they cut back to him in that like cross the river scene, his hair was a different kind of creepy wet. (laughs) It, it It is my, it is dumb. I do not like his hair. I think my dumber is also going to be a Kevin Costner characteristic and it's more of like how back and forth he goes between, it's not accent, it's like stylistic delivery of lines. Like he goes from talking like he's reading from the Bible sometimes (laughs) to at one point they're around the fire and Bull like takes out his like penis to show him, which I finally understood as a kid when he's like, like, they call you bull because um, something. And he's like, no, because I'm so long. And he, I, I just didn't understand what he was talking about as a kid. I missed that then, part completely. Yeah, well, well oh, then I Robin, then, oh. um, but he doesn't take it out. Like, and th- so he doesn't, he wants to take out his penis to show everybody. And Kevin Costner is like, no, 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 save, save it for the ladies. Save it for the ladies. And he says it just like that. And it's like, that is an absolutely, that was on trend a year before this film came out. Like, it, it goes, his lack of accent is one thing, but if it was like a consistently delivered 
way of speaking, it would be another, but like, it's just all over the place. Like sometimes it sounds like he's in a play. Sometimes it sounds like he's having a conversation like offset. Um, it's bizarre. Yeah, it is not great. Um, my dumber is actually just going to be like all of Robin Hood's decisions. They're all just fairly bad. Uh, it's only through luck, sheer luck that yeah. he doesn't get everyone killed around him. I mean, he doesn't really care. He's just like jumps in says, I'm in charge, and then proceeds to make a lot of decisions that have these horrible ramifications that he just convinces them that this next decision is going to be better. And like I said, through sheer dumb luck, it works out, and it really shouldn't have, and <laughs> that's dumb. Dumb. And another thing, in the, in the books, in that little like book that I had from like the 1940s, he had to prove himself to like all the different main characters and basically fought each of them. And it wasn't just sort of that, the quick stick fight and then saying I'm in charge. So the original oh, story had, he like, proved himself like time and time and time again. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense, I guess. Does the cartoon, yeah. they all just start together, right? Everybody's like who they are basically at the, that, that, at the cast, storming of the castle. It seems like they don't. Actually, one of the questions, if we're in question corner, is Annie's yeah. asking, how does it compare to the, car, the cartoon version, the Fox version? And I mean, you know, to compare the two is yeah. kind of crazy. But it's like they don't, I don't think there's as much like, like getting the band together it seems like they all just kind of start together right i don't remember uh all i remember is that the, that cartoon is amazing and yeah. i would love to watch that over and over again rather yeah, than it's this. awesome <laughs> same um so so uh, i guess we will sort of answer the question that is in the title of this podcast is it for r-e-e-l um question mark and so i i can go i can go first um do you guys want more questions that have been submitted to us oh yeah or shall sure, we dismiss sure, sure. them oh, okay no no um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know we had any more so um my sister asks the obvious the question that's on all of our minds why no british accent um I'm pretty sure it was because Kevin Costner couldn't do one. Yeah, I don't tried think he and he just he just couldn't do it. I I noticed that Christian Slater kind of tried. Christian Slater kind of has a British accent in it, which I noted, which was interesting. And he won a Razzie for that effort. But I guess like all of the other people are British, right? Like a lot of the Mary Men. So they yeah, must be right. And. Carrie Elways, uh, oh, oh, yeah. I can never pr pronounce his last name. He was actually Thieves. offered offered the role first, and he turned it down. Oh, that's that the story, funny. The story was sort of boring and contrived. Oh, I think is and then he what makes he Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Um, not only does Kevin Costner not have an accent, his accent is like so like Southern California. Yeah, it's, it's very American. Very American. Yeah, yeah. American. It's kind of nuts. It's just his reaction to situations just doesn't fit. <laughs> um, He's like yeah. if if Game of Thrones focused on Dario, if like everything pivoted and it was all which from Dario's Dario? perspective. Which one? The one that Ori original with Dario. Accent. Original Dario or second Dario? Second Dario. Okay. 
Um, I didn't know there were two Darios. Oh, yeah. And then um, my brother-in-law asks, uh, why hasn't Morgan Freeman aged at all? Yeah. I mean, there is an answer to that question that I don't know if I have the authority to say. No, Um, but um, it's true that he hasn't. He has not aged. He's Right, no. And it's funny because I remember, I always think of Morgan Freeman as having like that very pronounced like, like freckle pattern on his face. But I guess that's just from this movie, right? No, he he has something there. I think they just sort of like over exaggerated it. it. I think I'll have to see pictures side by side, but I think he's just got generally, I don't know whether it's just sort of freckles there, but they sort of like, what if we make those into sort of some tribal tattoo Moorish thing? I, I don't know. Is um, that why he's called the painted man because of the no. freckles or is it because he's a black man? He's a black he's man. But I think there's a point where they mention that he has sort of some tattooing. Oh, with the face. markings or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they call him a moor over and over again, which is yeah, another like. Well, right. The moors. Right. It's funny, in rewatching this, I realized that the first time where he just keeps on calling Kevin Costner Christian, I thought Christian was like his middle name or something. I, I had no too. idea. I know. Yeah, I was it's like, like, oh. I asked Jeff, I was like, wait, is his name Christian or Robin? I'm so Yeah, confused. exactly. Yeah, I was so confused watching he's this as a Christian kid. Bale? He just thought he was Christian Slater the whole time. Christian Slater, right. Christian Bale, Christian Slater. Yes. All right. Well, those are and, all the questions I have. Okay. So yeah, now on to, is it for real? Um, I'm gonna go out there and say no. You know, it was, it's a super long movie. I got sort of bored during it. I was excited all the times Alan Rickon was on, on stage, but everything else, it was so like, so contrived. It doesn't help that I've seen um, Men in Tights, you know, a couple of times afterwards and it's like sort of pokes holes and all of its, you know, contrivances and that doesn't help it stand up the test of time but yeah so much of the movie is sort of boring and yeah yeah i'm gonna second phil i don't think this movie is for real uh maybe it was for real like in the time well we say that a lot in the time period but i think for a young person maybe it's for real just like like katie the things you loved about it like the building of the swiss family robinson house Mm -hmm. and things like that and I guess the sword fighting and the arrows and you know I I personally have never been into things like that but yeah I just it it was so long it was too long and like a lot of exposition and a lot of bad hair and I it's not for real I don't think it's for real (laughs) I'm gonna say it a hundred percent is for real uh and I it's was crazy. expecting it not to be at all. Like I was expecting for tons of racial slurs, um, for just like just like cringeworthy like stuff. And I was just so pleased in watching it. How I'm like, I want to see how this happens. Like I I expected to be bored, and I wasn't. I was like on for the ride. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, definitely bored through parts of it. Um, and I think it rem- Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I mean, I do know, but 
<laughs> um, is there anything else to discuss on this? I mean, I, mean, I just want to think, okay, so the Prince of Thieves. Why is he the Prince of Thieves? I don't know. I don't know why de- his name is Robin Hood. Thieves. He declared himself the leader of these band of thieves. Um, why is his name Robin Hood? Like Robin of the Hood. Um, I'm sure there's a good reason. I actually don't remember. Um, they, it could be like an old English of like hoodlum. I, I honestly don't oh, know. Oh, that's true. Um, a hoodlum kind of. One thing that is fantastic about this movie is the song that we never hear fully in the movie until the credits, which is everything I do, parentheses, I do it for you. And that song is a set for me. It reminds me of like what I thought love was going to be like for my whole life. Just these like men like saying that they would die for me and like doing all these like stunts and saving me from when I was going to be hanged. Um, so yeah, that is a positive um, from my childhood about that song. I love it so much. It's so cheesy. It's so good. Yeah. I'm trying to find out why he's called Robin Hood. I can't. I just can't. Okay. Neither I can't. of you care about the song. And that's yeah, fun. I was going to say, are you going to play the song? Oh, did you want me play to play it? it? Oh, yeah. Yes. I was expecting. I'm okay. sorry. I was fully waiting for you to just play it. I thought oh, you were building up to play I thought it. Maybe, I thought maybe, okay, I can play it, but I thought like we were going to talk about maybe next, our next movie. And I didn't want to play us out. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I like the song too. I obviously, I had a whole CD of like 18 <laughs> tracks where just one was that song and the others were just like, like just them running through the forest. Should I skip ahead to the best part? Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't know what the best parts are. Also, I think I just had a crush on Brian Adams. Oh. Not Sting or Rod Stewart? Annie showed, me, Stewart. Annie showed me that video last night, the Rod Stewart Sting Brian Adams video, which is so weird. What is it? I don't Wait, know. Is that video with all of them. Is that not this song? I don't think so. It's a different song. I think you're but it's from this movie, song. right? No, I don't think so. She showed me this what? video last night, but it's a different, I'm pretty sure it's a different song. Unless That's all I can picture is that This song. is like, anything I do, I do it for you. Is that not this song? Yeah, that is this song. Oh, but the song yeah. you're thinking, you're thinking of? of is from the Three Musketeers movie. Yeah, she, yes. Oh. Big, yeah, it's a Three Musketeers thing. Yeah, I just got a phone-in answer to uh, your question. It's all for love and right. Then it's all for one Yeah, that's Rod Stewart. Can you hear that? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I could I could have sworn that that was the song the whole time. Mm-mm. My no. bad. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> you guys are terrible. That's the best part yeah. of this whole movie. I know. Yeah. I know the Brian Adams song. All right. All right. Um, well, is it my pick next time? I think it we'll is. It is. Back through. I'm excited. I have some. I have some thoughts. So we'll we'll let people know. Um, okay. Still thinking maybe Teen Witch. Mm. <laughs> have either of you seen that? I've seen clips. Yeah, uh, I've only seen that dance clip. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we have to do it. I don't know. Stop this or whatever. Top that. Top, top that. that. Whatever. Top that. Yeah. I. 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 Okay. So we should sign well, off then. It's been. It's been real, you guys. It has been real. <laughs> <laughs>